This is Life of an Architect, a podcast dedicated to all things architecture with a little bit of life thrown in for balance. It's almost that gift-giving time of year, and if you have an architect in your life, you know that getting them a gift is not the most amazing experience since they are offensively specific. But that's why we're here. Now in its 12th consecutive year, Life of an Architect is putting out the increasingly difficult, yet still definitive gift guide for architects, just so you don't have to figure these things out for yourself. Special thanks to NCARB for their generous support of today's conversation. Welcome to the Life of an Architect podcast. I'm Bob Borson. And I'm Andrew Hawkins. And today we are talking about gifts that you should give to architects other than money. <laughs> yeah. I think. Or gift cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never was a money giver or receiver. My in-laws send me gift cards. I love them. I used to get money from my grandparents or one of them, or maybe even my great-grandparents. They would just give me money even when I was a little kid. They have like one or two gifts and then just cash because I think it was just at some point, it's just easier. The older you get, you're like, oh, I don't want to go shopping because that was before the internet and everything. We're just like, yep, here's 50 bucks. Yeah. Good luck, kid. Yeah. I never got... I think my grandparents used to send my dad like $20 to buy a gift for us. Mm. And they weren't all always winners. It was like, here's your Texas Rangers pajamas. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. what? What is that? <laughs> Why do I want that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that. So I have been doing this list for a long time. I mean, it feels like decades. But its humble origins really was I just took my own wish list of items and then told everybody else that what I wanted was good enough for them. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, that's wrong for a lot of reasons, normally because they were gender specific. I mean, I had sweater vests on my list one mm -hmm. year. I got called out for it. And I was like, I don't know what, I don't want a blouse. I mean, you don't want to come to me for blouse advice, but I mean, maybe everybody should want a sweater vest, but <laughs> it's like... <laughs> So it's gotten hard. I'm telling you, 12 years of this is brutal. Yeah, I'm only on year four. I think it's just three, actually. This is year three, and it's tough. I did a couple of my own before we started, but it's getting harder and harder and harder. <laughs> They're not making new stuff fast enough that I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably pretty important because, you know, last year, you and I had the same categories from which to select a gift, but I'll tell you. I don't buy that much stuff to begin with. And I was having a hard time trying to remember anything I bought this year. So I went on to my yeah. Amazon account. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this was the year that I was trapped in my house for a long time. And everyone was going bananas. Remember, everyone was going crazy mm -hmm. buying stuff on Amazon. So yeah. certainly, I could go on Amazon and just see like all the rivers of stuff that I have bought. I bought four things this year. <laughs> I, I bought glass water bottles. Yeah. A super deluxe face mask and N95 kind of insert, mm -hmm. obviously because of COVID. I bought an antenna for my car, so it was small and not a big giant one. And headphones that had a noise-canceling microphone on it for meetings that once we all got back in the office and everybody sitting around was on digital meetings all the time. So 
having my nice microphone and headphones, you could hear everybody. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. crazy. So that's it. That's what I bought. I don't buy that much stuff. Yeah. So the only reason I said any of that was if I put it on this list, you know it's solid gold. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know if I would say that about my stuff, but I did the same thing. I went back and looked and most of mine was, oh, I bought some shirts, a polo shirt or some undershirts. Everything else was for my kids. Yeah. Me, myself, there was hardly anything. Hardly. Maybe a couple of books, but it wasn't much. It seemed like I wasn't, I wasn't part of that shopping economy where everybody was just buying stuff all the time. Golly. You know, I was kind of thinking part of me was going to go into my Amazon account and see that I bought some large t-shirts. And then like three months later, I bought extra large t-shirts. Yeah. And then three months after that, I bought double, <laughs> double XL t-shirts. <laughs> I had a little bit of that going on, which is why I was buying some new shirts, I must admit. But yeah. Yeah. That was kind of it. If I had looked at 2020, I would have had more stuff on it. I know I bought an air fryer. Yeah. And we rocked that air fryer in 2020, but I don't think we've used it once in 2021. <laughs> yeah. And that's also blowing my mind, actually, that 2021 is almost over. I saw this thing that said 64 days left. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm still like, in my brain, it's still 2020, like straight up. Everything's weird. So that's why we're going to lift everybody's spirit with this awesome, awesome, definitive, <laughs> definitive solid gold gift giving guide. Yes. Sure. Okay. All right. So we're going to do the big reveal just like we did last year. So we're going to take turns. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? No, why don't you go ahead and go first? Okay. That was a predictable answer. Of course was it was. Coming. It's your list. You should do the honors. It's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you're going first next time. So so the first gift category that we had was best gift for your car. And this was actually on last year's list, but we couldn't come up with anything, or at least I couldn't. Mm -hmm. So we scrapped it. Because so I was like, what do you need in your car? Like the little trash bag thing that hangs on the back of your driver's seat? Yeah, we weren't spending much time in our car last year either. It was like, no. hmm, what's a car? <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's what I ended up putting on my list. You ready? Yeah. It's going to blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's hope it's not the same thing that's on my list. Well, you know what? It, uh, you know what? <laughs> it may not blow your mind, but I bet it'll blow your face. How about that? Okay. You ready for this? All right. Yes. Boom. It is the Pure Enrichment Pure Zone Mini Portable Air Purifier. Mm. Yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, it's a HEPA filter, a little HEPA filter for your car. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Yeah. You know, everyone's so freaking out still. I mean, I'm still getting it. People are worried and they're wearing the masks and I get it. I don't have a bunch of people riding around in my car, but it seems like whenever I do, they're in the car for like five hours, like a <laughs> long time. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. And so I thought, well, hey, why not just get an air filter for your car? It fits in your cup holder. Mm -hmm. You can charge it with the USB-C. It's got a true HEPA filter as part of it, airflow, speed. I mean, like, it's got it all. That's nice, yeah. And you know what? It's 40 bucks. Well, it's not bad at all. No, you know what? And that's kind of important to me. When I look at this stuff, I go, I, you know, we told the story last year about, like, when I got married, we wanted to keep everything, like, under 50 bucks or something. Because mm -hmm. when I got married, everybody was right out of school. Yeah. And I go, you're going to be that person that's going to put a king-size duvet for $800 on your wedding registry? What kind of jerk are you? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we didn't do that. And I took the same kind of consideration for this list, other than the ones that specifically are 
here you're, you've got a lot of money. What do you want? <laughs> Dollar value categories. Yeah. 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 All right. So that's my car gift for $40. All saving right. your life. I saved your life for less than $40. <laughs> saving the air. Well, I mean, I must say, I don't, I know it's, that's probably, I guess in your Jeep, maybe something, but yeah. My car has a cabin air filter in it that I already put a HEPA filter in. Wow. That like it cycles through the air conditioning, but that is probably a better thing because at least it's cycling the air between me and my passenger as we drive. Yeah. Or I can put it at my desk. That's true. I can put it on the, the table in front of me when I'm watching movies or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have a Jeep. I could just take the top down and there's like plenty of air movement. I don't think the HEPA filter is helping me much in my Jeep, but yeah. winter is coming. This is and true. So close top. This is true. All right. Let's see yours. What's up? Well, mine's much, much, or mine's even more economical. Let me say that. Whoa. All right. So this is a car mount, like holder for your phone. And I actually oh, have this. I, I use this in my car. Oh, I and need so one of these. It sticks somewhere on the surface of your dash. Mm-hmm. It has a magnetic plate that you can put in your case. And it holds really, really well. I've had this actually for a couple of years. This would have been on my list last year had we done it. It works really well. And like, it's kind of a swivel. I don't know if you can see, but you can turn it in a bunch of different directions. The nice thing I like about it, it's got a pretty small adhesive pad. A lot of them have some giant thing, but this one fits in a pretty small area. And so it's nice. And I use it and it works like a champ. There's a 100% chance that I'm going to buy that. And it's great. When I get in, I throw my phone up there and plug it in and charge it and use all the Bluetooth and even navigation. I can still see it. it. It's the best thing ever. I need that. You know, that was actually what I was going to put on last year's car list. But after researching like a hundred of these, I go, I don't like any of them, but mm-hmm. that one looks good. Well, this is the one I have in my car. So I like it a lot. Nice. I actually, I just got a new phone. And so I had to pry the uh, little metal plate out of my old phone case and stick it in my new one so I could have it because it was killing me not to have it in my car. Well, you know, that'll dig me a little bit because I use a battery case. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. You know, and I can I just tell you, you know, I thought battery case, those are always good. I love them. Yeah. Because I'm on my phone a lot. And when I go to conventions or we go to KBiz or the, you know, NHB or, or AIA, what other kind of stuff. Yeah. Everybody's like walking around, hunched over around the corner like Quasimodo looking for a jack to charge their phone about two o'clock in the afternoon. You can hear that schlub that's like leaning up against the wall, pretending to look busy while you just try to get 30 minutes charge on your phone. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'll just use a battery pack. Yeah. And so people will look at it and they'll go like, whoa, your phone is so heavy. I go, yeah, it went from X to 2X, but it, it's wait, nothing. I mean, it's still light. It's still yeah. like no one's going to get tired carrying around my phone with a battery pack. Yeah. So I have one that I use for that. I just don't carry it around every day because I don't have that much battery problems, I guess. Uh, lucky you. Okay. You got to go first. It's the next one. Okay. Next gift up. I'm more than ready to go for this next one. Best gift for your bar. We should kick off every list with the bar. We quite probably honestly. should. <laughs> this one is right up my alley. If that's the case, it's got to be beer related. Yes, it is beer related. Beer of the month club. No, it is a carbonated growler. Beer growler. And this one you can get in 64 or 128 ounce. And it uses a little CO2 cartridge. And it actually turns it into like a keg. Keeps the beer in there and helps carbonate it, and it's like a little mini keg, which is pretty awesome. Dang it. That's another one that I'm going to have to... That ain't cheap, though. No, it's not. 150 The 64-ounce one is 100 bucks. Yeah. 
and for twice that amount, it's only 50 more bucks. But I like to go and get my growlers filled at local breweries and things like that. And so that way you can have it at home. Yeah. You know, I actually like this gift quite a bit. Make a note in the Bob V. Andrew (laughs) gift giving ledger. Because whenever we go get growlers, which we don't do it often, but when we do, we feel like, man, as soon as you crack that lid, you got to drink the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be flat by tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I go, I guess what? I don't want to drink 64 ounces of beer tonight. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe I do. I don't know. But don't judge me. That's none of your business. <laughs> you know, I usually, and granted, I don't think I would buy like six of these, but I bring home growlers when I go to Colorado in the summer. I'll bring home growlers of beer. This would be nice to have to keep them fresher for longer so that I'm not knocking them back the week I get back from vacation. Yeah, you're like, I got like 400 ounces of beer to drink this week. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's a good one. I think you might beat me in this one. But the gift that I chose, again, not expensive. Yeah. But it's something I need it. This is, again, I need this. This is a quality product. So what I went with is the Venturi Wine Aerator for $27. And I'm not going to say I drink a lot of wine because I don't want that out there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want it on audio forever. But I I will say that I enjoy a glass of wine. I won't say I enjoy it more than some people, but I probably enjoy it differently than a lot of people. I have a wine cellar of about 60 bottles. I store them and I rotate them and I twist them and I seek them out. and It's kind of a big deal. It's something that I enjoy. And I have decanters, but sometimes, you know, I don't want to take the time to decant it. So it'll be chilled, but I don't have a wine room. So if I'm going to chill it, I need to chill it in the bottle because I'm not pouring it in a decanter and then sticking that in my fridge to let whatever yesterday's spaghetti imbuing itself into my (laughs) wine is it you know i'm not doing that yeah yeah so as an aerator this allows me to kind of churn it up and get some oxygen in it quicker you know like i need (laughs) i'm trying to avoid making it sound like i need my wine right now that's what i'm trying to avoid this coming across as (laughs) (laughs) yeah i get it it does make it a little bit looks like it makes it a little bit quicker and it's not i guess it's not as about like I have to have it now, but just that it's it's faster. If you if you decide you want to have a drink, a glass of wine, you don't have to decant it for an hour. If you decide at you know eight thirty at night you want to have a glass of wine, before yeah, you, go to you bed. you can have it right then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. No, okay. but the so. idea really is that the bottle is chilled. You pull it out, and then you can pour it through this into a decanter, then serve it right then, as opposed to. Me taking a chilled bottle out, pouring it into a decanter, letting it sit in that for an hour to aerate, and then pouring it. That's what I'm trying to take. Yeah, they're showing a picture of that. They're pouring straight into the glass with that thing. Yeah, better than pouring it straight into someone's mouth, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my gift. Okay. All right, next one up. I think I'm first, right? Sure. This is a loophole. I'm just conceding right now there's a loophole. (laughs) All right. So the subject or the title for this gift is best gift for your desk. And I'll tell you, you know, I did that little strip light clamp to your desk thing last year. Everybody loved that. I mean, everybody loved it. I have it. I love it. I use it every day. 
But because of how my life has changed, and I think it's changed a lot in a very similar way for other people, I decided the best gift for your desk would actually be a desk. <laughs> was a <Yes>. desk. <laughs> nice. The best gift yeah, is, is a, a desk. desk. <laughs> and I and I'll, I'll tell you the one that's growing on me and what's interesting and the reason why I decided to do this is I like it more now than I actually did when I first got it. I thought when I first got it that would be like the peak of my it's a standing desk. I can raise it and lower it down and change it to all these different kind of heights. And I got it from Autonomous AI. Mm -hmm. And I actually wrote a blog post about it when they sent it to me to review. And one of the reasons I agreed to do it is, A, because I needed a desk. I was working on a card table, you know, when we all went home for COVID, for the pandemic. But what I liked about this one is you can get the extra large top. So it's 70 and a half inches across and it's 30 inches deep. And I got the XL, which I don't think you need it. I don't think you need the XL. You can get it. I have it. It's awesome. It'll lift like 300 pounds and it's super quiet and it's fast. And it's, I mean, it's it's awesome. I love this desk. You don't think you need an XL? I think you need an XL. Maybe not for the weight, but for the size of the slab. Yes, but not everybody you know, lives in these giant houses like you and I do, Andrew, in the twilight <laughs> of our careers. <laughs> 70 inches is not a small desk. I mean, I love it. Uh, that's true. That's true. If you looked at my desk right now, you would think I needed more like 84 inches or I need even bigger because it's full. Mm -hmm. But yeah. 70 inches is a big desk. takes up a lot of space. I have two monitors on here. I have books. I mean, I have one, two, three, four sets of headphones and a wireless <laughs> speaker on my desk. I mean- That just sounds like a personal problem. I don't know why you have that much headgear. No, you know, I use them all for something <laughs> different, quite honestly. I have I have very particular needs in my audio listening <laughs> behavior. Anyway, so this is the 70.5 inch wide, 30 inch deep XL top from Autonomous AI. It ain't cheap. If you get the rig I got, it's like 800 bucks. Yeah. You can go buy cheaper ones out there. And I'll tell you, we have someone that I know has one. You can go buy more expensive ones too. Though. You can buy more expensive ones. And well, yeah. she's got one. And when she hits it, you can hear it going up from like 50 feet away. Oh. This, I could raise my desk right now and you wouldn't know it other than the fact that it would look like I'm sinking into the ground as the desk gets taller and I don't change. But yeah, highly recommend this desk. I gave it on the blog post and I'll put a link in the show notes because I show how it had arrived. I had to put it together. It doesn't come with a cable tray. I knocked it for two things when I got it. There is a slight sag in it because... I've got my double monitors literally right in the middle of it. So it sags about three sixteenths of an inch across 70 inches in the middle. So it has a little bit of bow to it. You can't see it. I didn't notice it until I took a picture of it. And I don't notice it now. But you have to buy the cable tray separately. Which, I got to say, I thought it was a bit of a punk move. You're going to charge $800 for a desk and then an additional $19 for a cable tray? Yeah, but they're all that way. Just charge $819 for the desk, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. who gets a desk like this and doesn't need the cable management tray? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe somebody. That's all I'm saying. So I'll put a link. I actually reached out to these people and said, hey, I'm going to put this on my gift guide this year. Can you give me some percentage off? And so I think they gave everybody like 4 or 5% off. So if you actually buy this desk through my site, 
you get money. It'll save you 5%. It's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not a bad deal. It's something. All right, there you go. There's my gift. All right. Okay, I have two in this category, and I can't... No, no, here's the thing. I can't decide which one, but I think I'm going to go with this one. All right, let's see it. It's a little bit more expensive, but not a lot. Goes along with that line that sits on top of your desk. Oh, look at that. And it is a, essentially it's a steel and wood shelf that sits on the surface of your desk to raise your monitors up. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to have a rig where you've got a clamped on arm arm thing, you can set this on the desk and put your monitors on top of it. And then I like it because it allows you to put stuff under it. And for me, I always have a problem with the monitor height and me sitting in a chair. Those never really work. I feel like I'm always looking down at a monitor just ergonomically. and so. It's like 40 inches long, which is good, too. It's only $40, and I like the way it looks. It looks nicely put together. I don't have it, but... It's black. There you go. Yeah. Well, I like the, like, kind of steel, the way the legs are, because a lot of them are just, like, wood, wood. Like, this has got these sort of steel bended legs, and it's what's nice looking. When I get my stand-up, sit-down desk, I'll probably have this, because I already have a stand that holds my three monitors. I don't have to get three monitor arms, but... This is a cheaper way to solve that problem. Yeah. Well, you know, for 40 bucks, it's not bad. Yeah. You know, and I'm pretty sure it's now been a couple of years since I've had monitors that just sat on the desk like I'm a caveman. <laughs> yeah. Right? No, I agree. <laughs> Mine don't sit like that either. But I mean, I have one stand that holds three monitors. Like it's got one pedestal. Yeah. But it still sits on the desk surface. It's not because it's from when I had a back in my office, when I just had a desk desk, right? I didn't have a. Like to clamp on because I couldn't do it. You didn't have a sweet standing sit desk like I have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. That's not bad. It's good value. More from Life of an Architect in just a moment. In the third installment of our ongoing mini chat series regarding NCARB, Andrew and I are joined by Jared Zern, AIA Vice President Examination for NCARB who has agreed to field questions related to the architectural examination process that were submitted a few weeks ago through my Instagram account. We asked people what they would like to ask Jared about the process, what sort of clarity could he bring to the areas they were interested in, and we're going to go through as many of the questions submitted as possible over the next two episodes. Hey Jared, thanks for joining us again for our third installment here. How are you doing today? Good, thanks for having me. Sure thing. You know, I don't think you look any different than the last two times that we spent talking <laughs> with you. It's amazing, Bob. I never age. <laughs> I yeah, mean, that's you look, nice. You do look great. So as we said at the beginning of all the other episodes, we got a lot of questions. We know that we don't have much time to go through them, so we're just trying to go through them as fast as we can, but actually give reasonable answers, not just yes-no answers. All right, Jared, here's my first question for you. Will there ever be a substitute for working hours in lieu of taking certain exams, like professional practice, as an example? I think there very likely will be a future state where there are going to be alternatives to sitting down in a test center or logging in online and taking an exam. I will say, however, that it's probably not going to be as simple as, oh, I worked so many hours, because by working a set number of hours doesn't really guarantee that you've gained the knowledge necessary, but I think we will be looking at alternative ways to assess competency beyond the traditional standardized test. Nice. 
Yeah, I mean, I could see, again, I mean, not all offices are the same, so comparing hours to hours becomes even more difficult, I think, than just t- taking an exam and, yeah. and saying that it's a pass or a fail. Yeah, for sure. But a focus on good quality experience that's validated in some way is certainly an appropriate way to measure competency. So this one we got a number of times, and it was a little variation in how it's worded, but essentially it was when you're taking the exam, when you take a break, you lose access to all previously answered questions in a proctored center. Well, that means once you start, you have to get done. There's no restroom breaks. There's no food. There's no water. It's like you can't leave unless you go, well, I'm forfeiting my ability to check my work after the fact. Right. And so this was a policy change that went into effect with the online proctoring, but it affects all candidates, both in test centers and online. And it clearly makes sense if you're testing online. If you take a break and get up and leave the proctored camera, you're no longer in camera view. Clearly, we wouldn't know what you're looking up if you're looking at previous answers. We made the decision to implement this policy across all administrations. And in doing so, though, we were able to loosen up the requirements for candidates in the test center too. So a lot of candidates think that when you're in a test center and you go on break, you're really just supposed to like go on break, maybe go to the bathroom and then go right back into the test center. But candidates have 30 to 45 minutes for break time. If you actually want to take a break at a test center, go look something up in a study guide inside of your locker. That's perfectly fine because what we know is you don't get to look at the questions you've already seen when you go back in and sit down. So this was a change in policy. I think it is also a change in testing strategy for candidates that hasn't been fully embraced. All right. It seems reasonable to me. I can see why people don't like it, but I think it's easy to see why it's in place. Yeah. And I will say this. I always coach candidates when I'm out doing outreach to use this to your advantage, which is answer 10 or 15 questions and then go check your work. Don't wait until you feel like you need to take a break to then panic and have to go back and check your work. If you're checking every 15 or 20 questions, then you're always going to be comfortable to take a break because you're going to be confident in the answers you've already registered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On to the next question here. This person is curious about how the fees for exams are created and where does that money get allocated to that I'm paying to take my exam? So the fees for the exam are actually established by our board of directors, along with all of the other fees that you can imagine from NCARB. It's all controlled at the board of directors level. Fees for the exam are actually developed in a way to try to balance out or neutralize the cost of the exam. So NCARB actually doesn't make money on the ARE by the time you allocate all of the expenses to develop and deliver it. The way the breakdown really works, though, is the majority of the funds go to the test administration vendor. We pay, obviously, for candidates to sit at a test center or to have an online proctor. The next big chunk of money actually goes to the other vendors that we pay to administer the exam. So we have hired psychometricians, these experts in test development and delivery and assessment. And so we pay them to analyze our item quality and our item statistics. We have another vendor that we pay to just deliver the exam itself, right? The actual delivery and scoring methodology. So most of the exam, actually the cost is distributed right back to vendors to do the work. Other than that, it is covering staff time and it's covering the cost of our volunteers to come in and build this exam for us. Well, good. There you go. Asked and answered. (laughs) I think we have time to squeeze in one more question. Last one here. Can I start the test taking process while I am in school? The answer is it depends. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reality is, yes, you can, but only certain jurisdictions allow it. So if you're testing in a jurisdiction that allows it, that's perfectly fine. 
if you want to test in another jurisdiction that doesn't allow it, then they're going to say no. And so if you want to understand this more specifically to your situation, contact NCARB Customer Service and we'll help you understand what your local jurisdiction will let you do versus what maybe your neighboring jurisdiction will let you do. Nice. It doesn't matter where you actually physically take the exam. It's about which jurisdiction grants you your eligibility. So you could test, let's say, physically in Mississippi, but you may have your eligibilities through Florida. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jared, thanks again for joining us. These are all reasonable answers to, I think, are reasonable questions. And I appreciate you taking the time to join us and help work through it. Thanks for having me. Special thanks to our sponsor, NCARB, which is conducting a profession-wide study called Analysis of Practice. If you are an architect or in the process of becoming one, your participation is valued and important in shaping the future of the licensing process. Please visit ncarb.org forward slash AOP and be a part of the change you want to see. Okay, so I think... You're next. You're next on this one. Oh, oh, okay. And this is the best gift for your kitchen. I know. A diet cookbook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> this one is also two, but it's it's like a pear. A pear. You have to have them together. Like a fruit? No. Like two things that go together that you really need. Salt and pepper shaker. I had a long. I had a, several on this list, but. I'm guessing it's not salt These and pepper shaker. These are the shaker. two that I think. Muffin tins. Bread tins. Stop. <laughs> You're killing me. Okay. So the first one in the pair is is here. All right. Lay it on me. It's a burger press to make oh, smash burgers. Yes. Right? Like it's a big sure. cast iron thing to flatten out your patties. I've been watching a lot mm-hmm. of TikTok of people making those things. And so now all I want to do is make smash burgers on a griddle. Put the little ball down and just smash it with this thing. You got to get those crispy edges, right? Yuck. I know. Exactly. 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 And so that's one, and that's only $15. Wait, wait. Before you tell me, the other one's got to be the cast iron pan. No. What? No. Sorry. It's not. That ain't make sense. All right. Let's see it. It's the dome cover, so you can melt your cheese and stuff on <laughs> when you put it on the burger. So it's the, the stainless steel melting dome that goes over the top. Flip the burger, you put the yep. cheese on it, melts it, right? Are you cooking this in just like a regular Teflon whatever kind of pan? No, no, like on a cast iron plate that's on a grill. All right. Everyone I watch, they cook it on like a griddle. That's the other thing you could do it on. Like a- Well, that's why I guess that you were going to put a cast iron like skillet or something no. in yeah. there. Yeah. So those are my two. And again, total, that's like $30 between the two of them. 30 bucks, Man. Those are hand-in-hand things. You got to have both of those to make a really good burger. And you know how much I like yeah. burgers. So yeah, there it you is. are a burger aficionado. So yeah. I think that's expert-level advice and opinions there. All right. <laughs> it's not bad. Yep. It's not bad. All right. You know what else? We're the bargain architect's gift guide so far. I mean, <laughs> other than the $800 desk, these are really cost-effective well, like within reach. This is every my $150 growler wasn't really that. Yeah. All right. All right. Take that back. Never mind. Most of them. <laughs> we're close, been, though. We're not too bad. Yeah. We're yes, not we're doing, doing too pretty bad. good. Okay. So here's my best gift for your kitchen. And you know, I say this, you know, I used to want to be a chef. Mm-hmm. You know, and the truth is, part of me still would like to be a chef, but I don't have the back for it. I can't stand and like lean partially hunched over. I'd have to be like Julia Child. I'd need all my worktops to be at like 40 inches. Or I would just, I would kill me. I don't think I could do it yeah, anymore. 
I've thought about like trying to do a food truck. So, I mean, a chef, but like a little bit more casual, I guess. But yeah, I think that would be fun. All right. So here you go. On my list, and this is funny based on what you chose, I did the Lodge cast iron enameled six quart Dutch oven. And, you know, I have cast iron. There's a lot of maintenance that goes into keeping it, which is great. If that's your jam, then awesome. Mm -hmm. Do it. Right. I get it. I have one. But I like the Dutch oven simply because you can roast chickens in this. You can make all kinds of soups and stew. Like everybody, come on, people, you know what you can use the Dutch oven for. And I'm not talking about <laughs> that kind of Dutch oven. <laughs> I'm talking about the one in the kitchen, right? Yes. As I see Andrew's face starting to giggle uh, as we're <laughs> recording this. So I'm not going to get into it. I'm just say, look, it's $80. This is a you'll have it for the rest of your life type of piece. It's enameled, so it's not a high-maintenance, difficult thing to keep up with or maintain. And you cook in it, and it goes straight from the oven to the table, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Or from the stovetop to the oven. I think it's everything that's nice. Yes. Like you can just move it around. So it's enamel on the outside, but cast iron on the inside, right? Well, it's enameled. It's even coated on the inside. Oh, it is even on the inside? Yeah, okay. so it's just heavy. It's a, it's mass. It's yeah. what it is. That's so. So those things nice. are awesome. And I don't have anything like this. And that's why I was like, you know what? On my list is stuff I want. And I want this. So therefore, look, I did a poll, unofficial, of course. <laughs> like all architects like cooking and none of them like cleaning for the most part. So this is a solid gift right here. Cook and it's easy to clean. <laughs> solving problems. Is that what you're saying? I'm solving problems. Yes. I like it except for the color. Other than that, it's great. Yeah, they have like 50 colors. You can choose whatever color you want. I'm sure they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't like the desert sage that I chose for this picture? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not into the pastel green. But yeah, I think that's a solid gift and probably less expensive than the La Crusade oh, stuff or something, right? You it's get like this exact thing. $280 or something, right? Oh, I, I think it's like 400 Oh my gosh. The yeah. La Crusade version of this is like 400 bucks. This is 80 bucks. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Or the budget show. So, okay. Next category. You're up. I'm up first. I'm ready. This is a good one. Okay. I have a good one for you on this one. Okay. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. <laughs> Uh-oh. But again, it falls into the category that I guarantee you, whoever you get this for will keep it forever. All right. And they, it won't just like disappear somewhere. It will sit out prominently. And when other people see it, they'll go, ooh. And so you go, that's a good sign of a gift. It doesn't go away. It's featured. It's set out. It engages, creates conversation at parties, that sort of thing. All right. So this category was called best gift missed opportunity. And let me just show you. But I, I bet I know what it is. Okay, let's hear it. No, no, go ahead. I'm just going to see if I'm no, right. No, no, no. You're going to, you can't throw that out there and not guess. <laughs> is it your owl? No. Oh, it's not. No, All it's right. not. That's the Dornberg Owl. That is an awesome gift. You know what? Everybody should get it. It's super cool. In fact, you can't see it, but it's, it's staring at me like five feet to my left. Yeah. And I also thought about the stainless steel George Jensen polished stainless steel elephant bottle cap. The bottle opener. Yeah. Another awesome gift. That was a good one. But this time, this is what I'm using. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Boom. That was going to be my second guess. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. You're such a... No, it wasn't. Because you talk about it all the time. So that's why I know. That's what it would be it. No, I don't talk about it all the time. You know why? <laughs> Look, here's this thing. No one even knows what we're talking about yet. I know. These are plaster models made by an outfit in the UK called Chisel and Mouse. I've actually put them, and that's why it's called 
missed opportunity because I've told people about this before. And maybe you didn't know that we did this amazing gift guide every year, or just maybe you forgot about it. Because this was on my 2012 gift guide. So that means the ones that I have, and I have three of them in my house. Three. Mm -hmm. I've had them for almost 10 years. And most of them are around $350. So the one that you're seeing on the left here, that's the Hill House. That's the one that I want next, quite honestly. It's amazing. But on the right, and everyone will see when they go to the post, they have a lot more buildings now than they used to. Back in 2012, they had like 10 or something. Now they've got like 100. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, there's a ton of them. But they also have these cityscapes. And I have, so in the bottom left cityscape, you can see I have the Arc de Triomphe from Paris. I have that one and I have Manhattan. I have two of those. And I guess I have four of these then. So I have two of the cityscapes and they're cool. All right. And they're covered in plexiglass. They have like a plexiglass cover that goes on them. Mm -hmm. Everybody looks at them and goes, wow, did you make that? And then I say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't say yes. And then I lie. Great. No, yeah. I don't do that. Like I said, I have a couple of these. I really enjoy them. I think they're nice. They're on my bookshelf. A lot of times I use them like to hold books up until I fill the shelf up sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is my missed opportunity. These things are winners. I'm just going to say it right out. They win. This is for winners. Yeah, they're cool. I'm looking at them now. Yeah, did you pull it up? They got tons of them. Yeah, they do. They got a bunch. I'm eyeballing that Bauhaus one right now. It's solid. And they're heavy and they're not little. They do have miniature versions. If you keep scrolling on their page, they have miniature versions as well. Mm -hmm. The first one I got was the Glasgow School of Art, which is kind of cool. Uh, that's how I was looking at that one too. The, the full size or the mini? I got the full size. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That was the first one that I got. And then I bought one and I gave it to my old partner for Christmas because, I mean, it's cool. So I got one for him. And then, like I said, then I have two of the cityscapes. I have the Lower Manhattan and I have the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. They have a Dallas one for what it's worth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So there it is. That's yeah, my- uh, I'm digging the Pantheon one though, but it's it's high dollar. I know. Well, it's still 350 No, it's not. It's 500 Oh. But it's cool. It's a section of the Pantheon in plaster. I know. Yeah, that's a good deal. Good choice. I'm winning. The unofficial count says Bob is leading the gift scorecard. <laughs> Judges unanimously. Of course, that's what you would say. <laughs> so I'm not sure. You told me of the one that I was supposed to do for this one, this category. I don't even remember. What did I tell you? You told me to do the, the stainless steel book darts. Oh yeah, those are. I showed those to somebody yesterday, and they're and like, "Those are those are awesome. Those are awesome." They were ten bucks. Those yeah. were a good one. They're completely awesome. But I think I'm going to choose to go, and maybe I'll just I'll stick just a one line blurb in there to those. But I can't remember if it was last year or the year before. There's this art series of screen printed posters done by various artists that are all Frank Lloyd Wright work. Mm-hmm. And they've actually, again, just like your gift, they've added to this series now. Yeah, I remember these. And there's, they probably doubled the number that they had previously. That Guggenheim one, that one's good. Yeah, I like, I like this. I like, I this, like the one. Price Tower one. I think it's pretty cool. It's not bad. It's all right. Okay. And then they, but they've got, <laughs> they've added a lot more because they did another show. The cool thing about this is this is an art gallery out of, I think, Los Angeles. But they go and do this show at Taliesin West. That's when they did the last scrolling. one. 
keep showing okay i want to see more and they did it the year before so i mean some of them are uh, but i think they're pretty interesting i the one thing i'll say is there is a Ooh, wait 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 look at that one kalita humphreys you know i'm about to start working on that oh yeah yeah with diller scafidio we're gonna renovate it that's a nice image i am the team lead here in the boca pal office maybe i need to get that poster maybe you do the other nice thing is there's some for everybody like granted some of these are sold out from the last go around but like the styles are, are pretty interesting. There's a lot of different styles. So Yeah. They're all like 50 or 60 bucks. And so I think to me, that's one where you can catch back up and, and have another chance at it. Yeah. You know, normally that kind of thing's not my jam, but I will tell you that the Marin County Civic Center one's kind of nice. I really like the Guggenheim one. Like that one by this far. One right here? That one's easily my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty cool. I mean, way out in front of the other ones. Mm-hmm. But uh, that Khalid Humphrey one's pretty nice, too. And I, now I'll have a reason to have it. Yeah. There you go. So I'm going to say, that was a good that was a good one for you. <laughs> well, gee, thanks. <laughs> I am the judge. Oh, I'm aware. I know that you are. Yeah. I, I know yeah. that you are. So take your praise humbly. <laughs> I did. I said, okay, thanks. Yeah, it didn't sound sincere, though. Oh, well. You just said humbly. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to the next one. Yep. Best gift under 20 and you're up. Oh, do I'm you have first? one? Yeah, I do. Man, this was super, this is super practical. I'm going to be honest, but it's been pretty great and I use it. Toilet paper. No. Now that I've been going back to school and I've been going back to work and I'm not at home, this little $15 gift has been pretty useful for me. And it's like a little lunch. I mean, it's a salad container, but you can put other stuff in it if you want, but it's this compartmentalized thing and it's a good size for me, mm-hmm. especially if I'm going to have a salad, I want to have a bigger salad, but it's like a Tupperware, thing. but it's got these separate compartments and there's a salad bowl on the bottom and then you can put your dressing or something in the center. It's nicely made also mm-hmm. and it's BPA free and there's a fork on the top and all kinds of stuff. And it's just nice to be able to have a, a lunch kit. So super practical and super inexpensive. 15 yeah. bucks, and you can get it in a bunch of different colors. Of course, mine is gray that I got, but if you want to get, where's your, uh, there's pink, there's your green, <laughs> there's a purple <laughs> one, there's a bluish one, there's a lime green one, so lots of possibilities, but I own it. I've been using nice. it. It's, I like it. It's nice. All right. So it, it's, a, it's officially through user use endorsed. I yes. like that. Yeah. Because that's kind of the extra step we go here on Life of an Architect podcast. We only <laughs> we make sure that we're recommending quality products. That's right. That may not be true. Yeah, some of them I can't guarantee it, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm up next, and this is my under 20. I'm well under. I'm half. Look at that. Pow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Those are really fun. So these are book stickies, and maybe it would be cool to say, oh, I was so endeared by the book darts. I just stumbled across it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know how I found these. Yeah. So this is like when you can buy little post-its now where it's like you go sign here, and it's a little like yellow or orange or some kind of post-it note that you can pull off and slap on a page, mark your place in a book, that sort of thing. So it's a British designer. His name's Duncan Shotton. I'm sure I said that wrong, but it's S-H-O-T-T-O-N, Shotton, or maybe it's Shoton. Apologies to you, Duncan, if you listen to this. 
So he's a British guy and, you know, he's an artist and inventor and he's done all kinds of things. I think he won like some big award, like up and coming designer kind of global thing. He's got lots of interesting things on his website. But these are these little like sticky notes that you can mark book pages and stuff, but you can get them. There's like a Mars theme one and it's got aliens and moon rocks on it. And it's like super cool. They have one from New York. It's got a Statue of Liberty. It's got the Chrysler Tower. It's actually got Empire State Building. There's like a King Kong hanging off it. And yes, they do have a Tokyo one. And it has Gojira <laughs> is one of the options. I mean, you get like a little book of them. They're, yeah. they're fun. They're actually four euros plus shipping. So five and a half dollars. Yeah. So they're like like little stick tabs that you put out of like the top of a book or the side of a book. Yeah. But then they, they're not just boring little squares or rectangles. Yeah. They're shaped like stuff. So Yeah, they're cool. And that's what's pretty cool. I've shown this to five people and all five people were like, those are awesome. Yeah. I remember when you showed them to me, they were cool. Yeah. This is just cool. And it's four euros, whatever that works out to be. Five and a half bucks, six bucks, something like that. Yeah. It's not bad. I'd buy like the whole set or something. Just... There's a lot of them. So I only have to pay shipping once. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd sell them over here for $20. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. There's my under 20, way under 20. Yeah. Well, for a single one. Yeah. For I a feel single. like if, if you saw those, you might want to spend more than 20 bucks because they're pretty cool. You might. Yeah. They're pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. If you're spending $15 to get them here, you might as well like throw a couple in. Yeah. So. Okay, I have the next one. I'm supposed to go first. I don't think you have this one, but this was best gift under $100. Do you have this one? Nope, I couldn't find one, but I will by the time we make the post. I'll get one for sure for that time. But Okay. I'm having to do a pass. I'm taking a buy on this one. <laughs> okay, then I'll make this one quick. We won't bog down. So I went with, let me share the screen here. Prepare to be blown away. Look at that. What? Yeah, okay. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's a it's it's a one and a half liter Blomus Planto watering can. I was like, is it a Dude, watering can? It's a watering can. It's a stainless steel, eighteen ten stainless steel. This is a classic. This is in MoMA. Yeah. It's a cool object. This is the type of thing that if you have plants, and I can tell you, I, I don't know if this is just what I've observed. Over the last year and a half, way more people have gotten into house plants. Have you noticed that? Yeah, unfortunately, I feel like in the past year and a half, my house plants have died, even though I've been home more. Mm. What makes me laugh by this picture is there's no plants. It's sitting on that counter and there's no plants anywhere. Well, <laughs> that's because that's the picture that I chose. Uh, it's a piece of art. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't know it what is it nice. is, you go, yeah. it's just a beautiful thing. You will have this for your life. Like, there'd be no reason for you ever to go, well, this is garbage. I'm getting rid of it. No, you wouldn't. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's cool. And- it's classic. This is a classic piece that you would have in your house forever, assuming that you have plants. And the truth is, I could even have this up at the office because I have a couple of plants at my desk. And I've noticed over the last, I don't know, six months, like probably 25% of the people in my office have a plant at their desk. Interesting. Interesting. And I'm not talking about like succulents, even though one of mine is a succulent. My daughter gave me a jade plant. It's rocking. It's like twice as big as when she gave it to me. Yeah, those can grow fast if you if you take care of them. Yeah, but like, yeah, it seems weird. And like, what, like ivies and stuff? Like, people have like crazy like plants like that, or oh yeah, like real plants. And they're wow. like I said, they're not all cactus and succulents and stuff like that. That's pretty amazing. So, yeah, I think that's a good one. And it's seventy five dollars. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's not even crazy as like a 
as an object as well. I mean, and and it's well made. That is a lot if you just want a watering jug. You can get a plastic one for somewhere, but this is much prettier. You would leave this out. You wouldn't be hiding it under the sink or something. You know, it would be out. Yeah, of course. You'd like put a light on it. Like it's. <laughs> I don't know about that, but you definitely wouldn't be ashamed to leave it on the counter. No, you would not be ashamed to leave this on the counter. So, so the next one we have up was best tech gift. Do you want to go first on this one? Sure. Okay. I'm blowing this one out though, because this is not a cheap gift. <laughs> Mine is so expensive, and okay. you're going to make fun of me. You're going to make fun of me for it. I know it. Here's the thing I will tell you is I know that this has been on the list in a form before. This is a newer, a newer thing. And so here it comes. Oh. It's a DJI mini drone. It's a mini. What do you do with a mini? You do the same thing, but it's just much smaller, right? It all kind of folds up and you can do all the same stuff. And the video quality is just as high as the bigger ones. Mm -hmm. It's just smaller and carried around this little small pack. And it's a little bit cheaper. But yeah, yeah, and it's popular with all the TikTokers, I'm sure. Yeah, probably, right? So this is a combo kit, and it's 600 bucks, but it's really cool. And this is kind of the one I want. Again, it's really small, and you could almost always carry it around with you, right? It's not like something where you have to have this specialized giant case or backpack that you're having to carry on top of your other stuff. This thing is small enough you can shove it in your normal backpack and just have it with you all the time. And so yeah. when you want to drone something out, you're, you know, oh, here it is, boom. <laughs> you want to drone something out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like it. Yeah. I've wanted a drone for a long time. The thing that always holds me up is I go, like, how often would I actually get to use it? That's the only thing that makes me, like, it would be awesome every time I did use it. Yeah. But I'd have to go hunting for the reasons to use it. Yeah. I might have, and I agree, maybe. Again, it's, it's a fun toy. It, yeah. Expensive toy. That's fine. Whatever. It's still cool. All right. Like I said, so $600, you go, that's a lot of money. <laughs> it's only second on the list so far. <laughs> what I'm about to show, you know what? It's not even clever. The gift that I'm about to show you oh, isn't yeah. even like a, wow, Bob, you're so insightful for that. But it, it's symbolic of a shift that I think I'm about to make in my life. Oh, okay. So that's why it's a big deal. There it is. Oh. I think I'm ready to go. Really? Yes. Interesting. All right. So this is the iPad Pro, the 12.9 inch space gray, 512 gig, because it gets bananas if you go with a terabyte, which is what I would want, but I don't got that kind of money. Mm -hmm. But you got to get, I'd, I'd have to get the Apple Pencil because mm -hmm. I hate the lag on all the other ones, but the Apple Pencil seems to kill it with these. Yep. And I have to get the Magic Keyboard. I have to. Yeah. This is like this setup right here on the screen. Mm -hmm. That is what I want right there. Yeah. That's $1,800. Yeah. Yeah. That's a straight up computer. Yes, it is. Right. I mean, that is, that's what computers cost. But I, I will tell you, I want to get it because, and it was one of the things that was on my list and it might show up still. We have a category called best gift for a young architect. And I was going to put either Procreate or Morfolio on there. I get them the app, you know, Procreate's 10 bucks, Mortfolio Trace is $8 a year, it's a subscription. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm ready to do it. I think I'm ready to maybe take a break from my sketchbooks for a while. And that way I, I could take notes, right? With my keyboard, clickety clacky. Yeah. I could take my pen, you know, and I could draw on it because I still want to draw on my notes. I don't want to just have like words. Yeah. I think I'm ready to do it. That scares me a little bit, but yeah. All right. I know. I know. And you know what? In my brain, I'm going to become a good sketcher just by having this piece of equipment. That's what 
And I know that's not true. Yeah. Well, I think that takes work. I know. But I do think there are tools that can help doing that. I wish I was using like Procreate and I used more photos trace a long time ago, but I haven't used it much recently. I wish that I could get more into it. Maybe I should. Maybe if you do, well, then I'll start to do it too. Because I mean, I've already got the stuff, so. Yeah, I don't have any of the stuff. Yeah. The last iPad I actually bought was probably iPad 2. <laughs> I don't even know which one that was. It's a long time ago. And it just died after like a long time. It just died. Yeah. And so my father-in-law got a new one and he gave me his, which was probably like an iPad 2.5 or something. I don't know. And I mean, it works. Mm -hmm. It feels like a tablet. It's small, which is why I want the Pro. I want it big enough. Yeah, no, that, that's nice. I want it to be like a sheet of paper. That's what I want. I don't want to do like a little teeny tiny thing. Yeah. So again, not very insightful. I think everybody would be pretty happy if they opened up <laughs> Christmas morning and got an iPad Pro yeah. under the Christmas tree. Probably. So sorry, folks. But like I said, my list is my list. <laughs> so, <laughs> And on my list is an iPad Pro. I have a feeling I'm going to have to buy it for myself. <laughs> well, there you go. Sometimes those are the best gifts, the one you buy for yourself. Well, at least you know you want it, Yeah, right. right. The, the problem I always have is like, the older I get, I'm hard to buy for because if I want something, I'll just I'll buy it. Yeah. I'm not waiting around for Christmas. I'm just like, well, I think I want that. Then I'm going to buy it. I'm not that guy. See, I'm not that guy. I mean, I don't buy that much. Well, maybe I do, but you know, <laughs> I shouldn't say that. So where are we at now? I mean, that's a commendable gift. Yeah. So here's the next one we had was best gift for a seasoned architect. And that only exists because the category right before this was for like a young architect. So we had young and then we had seasoned because I wasn't going to put old. And neither one of us came up with anything for, well, definitively for young. No, I have one. Oh, I thought you said you didn't. Well, I was going to put apps on there. Oh, I was okay. going to say, I gotcha. give them this $8 because Procreate just dropped a new release and it's got some pretty cool stuff in it. Mm -hmm. But it's 10 bucks, big deal. It's a little stocking stuffer, but it's kind of a nice little thing to have. Yeah. Or you go more fully trace. I need to do more research because, I mean, I got the kind of money where I could buy both. That's $18. I think I could do it. I could swing that. It seems crazy. I know, but I don't want to learn both. Yeah. Right? So I'm either wasting, and I don't care about the $2. They're same cost, even though one's over and over and over again. <laughs> I just, I need more information yeah. to decide which one I want to get. Well, really, you're just going to have to buy them both and decide which one you like, probably. Oh, see, then I feel like I wasted either 8 or $10. <laughs> I'm committed. I'm going to be committed. Oh. Whatever it is, okay. that's it. All right. All right. All right. So that was the young architect gift. So the seasoned architect gift. You want me to go first? Or do you have one? Yeah, I have one. I think it's you, though. I think it's your turn. Okay. I did my drone first. Well, here you go. I'll show you this. You're going to go, what is that? Boom. That is an Elise La Stanza Dello Sirocco fruit holder bowl. It's a bowl. Yeah. It's a bowl. Stainless steel. It's cool. It is pretty cool. Everybody needs like a cool bowl that holds things and it sits out. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. I don't think it was last year, but the year before, you know, I had the Alvaralto vase mm -hmm. that I put on here and, you know, it just, I have one, sits in my bar. That was last year, actually. Don't put anything in it. I don't want anything in it. It's it. Like, there's, don't fill it full of red hots or marbles or something. There it is. Leave it alone. Just that, huh? This has a lot of holes in it. 
so this has got to hold something of substance, like oranges or <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you couldn't. It's got a lot of hold. You couldn't hold like paper clips or anything. No, but this thing's cool. It is cool. You know, it's funny. What's the price tag on that one? Because I've been looking for a cool fruit bowl to have in my kitchen because they're all like just garbage. Seventy-five smackaroos. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Well, it's a lifetime piece. Again, yeah. you'll never get rid of this. No. There'd be no reason to say, I need to go get another one because this one's not very good or I can't use it or it wins every time yeah. you put that out, wins. Unless you just keep getting like the bananas stuck in it or, <laughs> you know. Like the, <laughs> the holes are not, they're not that big. Like the stem of your banana or something though, I could see it getting stuck in those things. Like I pull my banana out and it like automatically rips it open as I'm getting it out of the bowl. But Well, in my house, that's not a problem because I don't eat bananas. This is true. Perfect for round fruit, though. Perfect for round fruit. Yeah. Apples, oranges. Mm-hmm. Pears. Clementines. Sure. Yeah. All the fruits except bananas. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Limes. That'd be a big player in my house. Limes and lemons. Yeah. That'd be good for that, for sure. The image makes it look like it's white. It's not white. It's actually Like stainless silver. Silver. Yeah. It's silver. I'm actually having a hard time comprehending like where the edge of it is in that one view. Yeah. I can't tell where, if it does it go like that's the back, right? So there? I'm tracing. So this is the front edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's it. So is, there, is it go like like that? I guess. Yep. Huh, interesting. Yep. All right. Everybody can see me drawing on the screen. I know. <laughs> I know. Solid. This is a good audio episode here. Yes. But maybe I'll switch out a photo because another photo that you go to the Alessi website, they have tons of this stuff. Hmm. So it's not like this was particularly hard. They have another one that's all made up of. Stainless steel, like bars. I think it's called like blowed up or something like that. It's also mm. really cool. Mm. These are the kind of things I think about buying my sister who's oh, yeah. got 10,000 bajillion dollars. And so like I can't buy her anything that she couldn't buy herself a million times over. So whenever I try to find a gift for her, I want it to be design oriented because it's coming from me. And I want it to be something that is neat and that she could appreciate as a non-designer person oh i got you this would fit that bill i got you yeah oh hey that one comes in black though yeah and they're bigger you can go buy a smaller version of this and you can buy a bigger version oh, this yeah, one's kind true. of the one that's in the middle and it's it's 75 bucks yeah it's like a 10 inch bowl seasoned architect will like that gift <laughs> and mine is a completely different bent on seasoned architect because it's a work piece <laughs> okay well it's a tool well let's see it and we've talked about these before Something along these lines before, but this is it. A nice Leica laser measure mm. that I can get 330 feet out of it. That also apparently is Bluetooth, so maybe I can get that to my phone. I'm not sure what that means, but I was more enamored with the idea of it being giving me a 330 feet distance and that it's Leica, so I know it's probably a, a good product, right? Because they make good optic stuff. So, you know, that I have a gift that's like that that my my sister gave me. Mm-hmm. So she used to be the president of Fluke. Yes. And they make high precision, high performance tools and measuring tools like the one you're showing. She gave me one once mm. and it was the same kind of thing made for like building bridges and roads. So it's it's another one of these things that lets you go 350 feet, but like in broad daylight, daylight. yeah, bright. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because they all rely on shooting a laser, hitting it, and bouncing back. That's kind of how they have to work. Mm-hmm. But this one 
doesn't have to work that way. You can like triangulate stuff. It's like $400. They don't even make it anymore. And so I have people that will come to my desk and they're like, hey man, can I borrow your laser measure? Yeah. I'm like, look, you need to understand. (laughs) Yes. But if you lose that, that's a $400 laser measure and I will be making you buy a new one of equal quality. And they're like, yeah, whatever, dude, just let me borrow it. (laughs) I have one that was probably, I don't know, it was about $50 or $70. It's a Bosch one. And it does that triangulation stuff and you can figure out a bunch of things. But, and it shoots a long way. It's just, I don't think the laser is probably as nice as it could be. Because that's what makes a difference in all these things. It's the quality of the laser. Yeah. And so this one's $150. So, and most of them seem to run out at around 150 feet or something. Just getting up to 350 with this thing is a nicer thing as well. Pretty stout, for sure. The reason I put this as a season thing is because I feel like that it's maybe a more seasoned person would find this tool useful. I don't know that a younger person would do it, maybe, but this is something like anytime I go to a job site, I was almost always carrying a laser measure with me. Yeah. And so that's why it's under my seasoned architect gift. That's interesting because my brain wouldn't have gone there because I go, the older you get, the less likely you are that you're going and creating as-built drawings, which is the only time I use That's true. Maybe that is true, but I don't know. Either way, it's a good gift. Well, maybe this is a good gift for the young architect that maybe I should flip it and I'll find (laughs) one for the seasoned architect, right? Maybe. I think you might be onto something. Maybe so. Maybe I should flip it. I just, I feel like it's pretty expensive for a young architect and that was my concern on this one. But somebody's buying it for them even better. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's a gift for them. Get them something that they can't afford. Yeah. So maybe I'll go that route. (laughs) Go that route. Okay. Well, look, we've got like at least one more category to cover. Maybe you didn't get this one. Did you get this one? No, I didn't. Okay. So you're going to have to come up with this one because it's a fun category. Yeah, I know. I was having a hard time with it. Well, you know, I had a whole bunch, but I was like, nah, I don't want to use that one. Like it's, Every year they do a different version. I don't like this year's version, so I was like, I'm not going to include that one, whatever. So the category is best gift nobody has heard of. This is the first time we've actually titled. No, we had one last year. We had one last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I used that all brass like pencil planer, Mm -hmm. that hovel. That thing was cool. Yeah, and I had this crazy electric bike that had like no rims and stuff. It was a Tron looking bicycle. That nobody ever even thought about getting. (laughs) Yeah, because I want okay. this pencil sharp. Go ahead. Hey, you know what? I know at least two people wanted it. <laughs> so, okay, here you go. This category is, you know, best gift nobody's heard of. Okay. Right? And I guarantee you, look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, right? I don't know. What is it made out of is my first question. Poly resin. Okay. All right. So, this is from Hawko's... It's the Geometric Rabbit Polyresin Sculpture. It's a knickknack. It's a doodah. Yes, it is. So it is the kind of thing that sits on your shelf, and it's just kind of interesting. Because I'll tell you, looking at it up close, I go, it's interesting, but it's not like I'm going to study it. Its appeal comes from kind of what it is, and it's made out of facets. You're just going to have to look at it. I can't describe it. This is a gift that's not meant for audio medium. This is, you got to look at it. And they have different ones. They actually have a a hippopotamus with its mouth open that you can get. Yeah, they got a bunch of different ones. Yeah. They got a bunch of different ones. And they're all kind of cool, but they're not expensive. This is 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of a, I showed this to somebody and they thought it was cool. 
And I went, all right, well, if you think it's cool, I thought it was cool. It doesn't do anything other than you look at it. It's just a thing that sits out. Yeah. This is probably not a lifetime keeper <laughs> gift, I don't think. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But it is cool. It is pretty interesting, yeah. Oh, they have some actually that have a little plant that you can grow in the back of them. Yeah, they have like a giraffe one that I thought was cool that you could actually put like a little plant in the back of it. A little succulent in the back of them is all these have. So you can set it on your desk and then you can use your watering can. Yeah. Man, come in full circle. Full circle. So I actually like some of the alligators. Those are kind of fun. Yeah, it's the same concept. Still mm-hmm. faceted. Some of the facets are painted in these kind of like neutral colors. Yeah. It's almost like you would say it's a parametric rabbit, right? I mean, it's kind of like that to yeah. to possibly explain it. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty interesting. I don't know how you came across that one either. That's sort of random. It didn't take me long to find it, but I just typed in geometric rabbit polyresin and I got it on yeah. the internet just now, but I would have never typed it in to, to find it. You know, I can't tell you how I found it. Not like I know and I won't tell you. I don't know how I found you it. You don't even remember? <laughs> I don't yeah. remember how I found it. <laughs> The last category that we have, we're not going to talk about because it's books. Every gift guide has books in it, but you have a rolling log of books. I have a rolling log of books. It's what architects do. It's the easiest gift you could possibly give to an architect is go buy them a book. Just get them an architecture book. Even if it's not a good one, they'll still love it. Architects love books. It's pretty straightforward. I have a list. I think. What do you mean you think? I'm not sure how much my younger... Like my architecture students, I don't know that they care about books as much as we do anymore. And maybe that's after, like at some point in time, after you've been working for a while, you start to care about books a little bit more. But my students are like, books? I don't want books. Well, I didn't own any books when I was in school either. Not really. Yeah, I don't know that I did, but I I think I I coveted them though. Like, oh, I want that book, right? I don't think I was aware that they existed because there was an internet. (laughs) I mean, you went to the library for books. I didn't go to a bookstore. Yeah, but like all my professors had all these really cool books. They'd bring them out to class to show you stuff because there was no internet. So I was like, oh, I want that book. Yeah. I'll concede it didn't really dawn on me to like start getting books. I mean, I had them because you had to buy them. I have a lot of books from my time in college. Mm -hmm. But you really start to buy them when you get a little bit more spending money. Yeah, I think so. I don't buy a lot of them. I might buy 20 books a year. Four Walls and a Roof is the last book that I bought. Yeah. Recommended by a friend. Yeah, it's a good book. Does not have a lot of pictures. No, it's not. It's a reader. (laughs) It's a reader. It's a reader. Yeah. Most of our books are not readers. They're lookers, right? Yeah. Architects like look books. Yes. So I'll have a link. I have like 50 books in there and I put new books on it whenever I find them and I take books off it, right? I try to keep it fresh and I don't care how many books the person you're shopping for has. They don't have all these. Yeah. They don't. I'm 100%. I'll have the same. Another list. So we'll have it. And Andrew will have a list of books. His will have more coloring books on it than mine will. Mm-hmm. Connect the dots. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. they're all the same. It'll, it'll be a, <laughs> it'll be yeah. a quality list. Uh-huh. All right. So we need to wrap up the real portion of the show and get to the gift guide would you rather question. Oh, we have a gift guide would you rather even. All right. Yes. You have no idea what it is. Yep. No idea. I wrote it. Let's see. We've been recording for an hour and 12 minutes. And I wrote it an hour and like 17 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This ought to be a good one then. Yeah. It could be terrible. We'll see. I already know where part of it's going to go right out of the gate. But here it is. Would you rather, would you rather look like Santa Claus all year long or dress like an elf for the month of December? 
And when I say look like Santa Claus, I don't mean you got to be wearing the black boots and the red pants and the the whole. Just, but that's your look. You got the big white beard and the white long hair and like you look. You like look a... like off season Santa Claus. Santa. Or me now, but even heavier. Well, you don't have enough hair on top. Like your hair's not long enough. I know. That's why I cut it short like this. Because otherwise, for sure, kids would be running up to me going, I want a Cabbage Patch doll. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think, man, I, I think I'm just going to go with Dress Like an Elf for the month. Oh, there's, I don't know. Wrong. No way. No, I guess, it's just not a look I want to do. Trust me, I, if everything on me was white right now, I would totally be there. Honestly, I feel like. But if it was only for the month of December... If it was had a dress like Santa Claus, I'd do it. But so you're gonna wear the pointy shoes, the like yellow tights, the green short waistcoat. Yep, it'd be fine. You're gonna look like Buddy from Elf. You're gonna look like that for, a- and that's fine. As long as it's the month of December, it's fine. All month, all month. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm good with it. There's no way. No, it'd be great. I have a, like a full on, really high quality Santa suit that I would wear all the time in December if I wouldn't get ridiculed. But I'd be fine. If it was just for the month of December, I could dress like Elf. Be okay. Wait a minute. So you think if you wear the Santa Claus suit in December, you're going to get ridiculed, but you don't think you're going to get ridiculed for looking like an Elf? I think I would, but it's still okay. That's my preference over looking like Santa all year round. It's different though. You already have like white hair and white beard. I don't. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. That's the part I don't want. I will tell you, at my last office, there was a beer house across the parking lot that moved in. We were so excited because you just walk across the parking lot and they had great food and 50 beers on tap and you know. Yeah, nice. I like beer, but I, I don't love it, yeah, yeah. right? It's like, I was like, give me the one with the least amount of bitterness, lowest IBU. That's what I like. Every time I walked in the door, she goes, it's off season Santa. What's up? Every single time. That's awesome. I love whoever that is. <laughs> Her name was Red. Yeah, red. Love her automatically already. I go, that's not your name. Yeah. She's like, what up, off-season Santa Claus? (laughs) I have to do the Santa because I'm already kind of doing it. Yeah. I think. And you know, the truth is, it's because I don't want to wear like yellow tights and pointy shoes that have like a bell on them. When I think about how ridiculous the elves look and how stately Santa Claus is. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think it would be hard to walk into a meeting as an elf. It wouldn't be easy Santa Claus, but at least, you know, you're beloved <laughs> the year round. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think people think elves are weird too, right? Like there's- that's Yeah, that's fine. Something's wrong with those elves. Yeah. Nobody trusts elves, <laughs> not inherently, not like deep down. Yeah, they're kind of mischievous, right? I mean, mm. I think that's okay. I can relate to that. <laughs> I guess that goes back to the whole thing you're always harping on. It's like, I go, everybody loves Santa Claus. Like, everybody trusts him. Yeah, yeah. Everyone wants to tell him, I've been a bad person. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Mm -hmm. And so there it is. So there it is. Well, there you go. Let's wrap it up. That was, I thought, a good list. Hopefully everyone else found it as high quality for year number 12. Thanks for being with us today for episode 88, Holiday Gift Guide for Architects. Special thanks to our sponsor, NCARB, which is conducting a profession-wide study called the Analysis of Practice. If you are an architect or in the process of becoming one, your participation is valued and important in shaping the future of the licensing process. Please visit 
ncarb.org slash AOP and be part of the change you want to see. Also, special thanks to our media partners, Building Design and Construction, for their ongoing support of the Life of an Architect podcast. If you liked today's episode, please take the next 15 seconds and head over to your favorite podcast listening app and hit that subscribe or follow button so you can get holly jolly new episodes automatically downloaded every two weeks. And while you're there, please consider leaving us a comment, and I would greatly appreciate it if you would leave us a five hose rating. Why is it five and not three? I think it's like, oh, oh, oh. Why is it, oh, 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 oh? Because it's not, it's not five ho, ho, ho rating. It's five. Ho. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Man, I can't. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. Be sure to visit the original lifeofanarchitect.com for show notes, links, info, and photos from this wonderful episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Take it easy, everybody. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Later. <laughs> <laughs>